What's up, everybody? It's your boy Weaver. With me, as always, I have my man, main man, Ty Two Live. And <laughs> next to M is Brandon, aka Stretch. And after that, we have Tyler. Um, <laughs> guys, I tell you what, I'm pretty excited for today's episode. I mean, we have a lot to talk about. We got the draft coming up tomorrow. Um, crazy NBA playoff games. Uh, first round has been. I think some games have been pretty disappointing, but I think the drama has been excellent. Um, we got the Butler 56-point game. Um, the Grizzlies continue to be Grizzlies, and Dylan Brooks is a bum. So, uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's begin. How's the, everybody's week been going? It's been going I- pretty good. Um, I have an exam tomorrow, so I'm not excited about that, but, you know. We Have ball. We just ball. I did study. I studied earlier today because I knew we'd be doing this tonight. Um, you can't study. Weef, I must say, absolute banger of an intro. Yeah, that was fire. I love the energy you brought. Yeah, I, I love how you introduced me in there, too. That was friends, <laughs> <laughs> okay? What? I said every, anything for my friends, all right? But yeah, go uh, pretty good. Semester's almost over, you know, almost done with school completely, which is nice. I would like it if the weather started uh, warming up a little bit, go out and hit the golf course up a little bit. That That's right. But Ty, uh, Tyler, I'm over. glad you mentioned the weather because I'll be honest with you, um, it was a little cold in Boston yesterday. Uh, <laughs> My boy, of a, a one ice tray. Ice tray. Gotta you close. didn't even Got see it live. It doesn't matter. I was on a toilet. I heard everybody getting hyped. I got up. I was about five minutes behind. It's whatever. Okay. At least you was. Yeah. I mean, I was, when I saw it, though, I'm pretty sure my neighbors heard me, like, jumping up and down and stuff. I mean, I was, I was pretty hyped for that. I don't think we'll win the series, but if the Atlanta Hawks do not keep Trey Young like I have no hope I mean he's the only excitement I have basketball right now (laughs) yeah um, you know you gotta take everything with Trey Young the bad the good the ugly so it was pretty cool seeing that happen I know it's not a basketball episode but why would you even think about trading him I guess we shouldn't even we shouldn't even get into that. Like I said, we're focused on uh, the draft uh, this episode, but that just don't make sense. Like, why would you trade him? Yeah, no. and I feel like that's something know. like we can get into later, like when we have more information. Because you know, I mean, after this, I mean that that may completely just subside what? and those rumors go away. But that's is true. that like legit, or is that just kind of just? I've heard it on the radio. Like- I've heard it on ESPN Radio today too. I was listening. I think it was ESPN Radio. I forgot which show exactly it was, but they was talking about it because apparently the same owner or GM that drafted him is not there anymore, so they don't really know yeah. how management is feeling yeah. about him and stuff. Well, the so, owner, I mean, apparently it's a real possibility, but the owner gave the GM and you know uh, all the other big wigs at the organization like kind of a. Um, the green light to trade everybody, and that includes our favorite, Mr. Trey Young, okay? Um, you know, Tyler, when they played the Knicks a couple of years ago, did I not tell you the worst thing you can do to Trey Young is to diss him? Or, That's true. Like, yeah, honestly, piss him off. Did, 
if you're in, you're playing a game against Trey Young, the best thing the crowd can do is just not even scream or shout, just be silent <laughs> like out of the library. Because at that point, he's <laughs> Well, then, hey, listen, that's what he's used to. He went to college at Oklahoma. They have like 17 fans total, so. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, if, as long as you're quiet and don't say anything, he's pretty average. <laughs> okay. Just side note real quick. I'm sitting here watching the Grizzlies and the Lakers. Desmond Bain is massive. Yeah, he built like a linebacker. Oh, my yeah, God. He is. Like, I don't he see literally... how he's that good of a shooter. Like, he looks, like, tight. You know what I mean? Well, he, he used to just be, like, kind of a spot-up shooter. Like, he would just stand in a corner somewhere just because his big ass couldn't move. And so, <laughs> he would just, like, stand I, there and pass the ball. Like, I tell you what he looks like. You know that episode of SpongeBob where he's, like, trying to, like, get muscles <laughs> and he puts on those fake muscles? Yeah. yeah. That's what his arms <laughs> look like. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> Oh god, LeBron's right, so old. I think I think we need to get into some NFL talk. We've kind of we've kind of neglected the football talk the past two episodes, but to be fair, it is playoff season, so you know we we kind of have to put that at the forefront. But now NFL draft is tomorrow. Um, I don't know. What do you think about this draft, Weave? I feel like this has been a very turbulent draft already and hasn't even started. Well, I I think. As the quarterback position becomes more and more important, you're seeing a lot of power go to the QBs. Like you said, draft hasn't even like come up. There's been so much movement already. I mean, you look at Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. Um, you know, you're you're going to start some guys get paid. We saw, uh, you know, Joe Burrow is going to be getting. I think he already got paid, didn't he? No, that was Jalen Hurts. Never mind. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, Jaylen Hurts right. got crazy money. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe will be up there to get paid. Um, God, I can never remember his name. It's probably because I don't care about him. But the, the QB for the Chargers. Herbert. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember his name. But he's going to be getting paid soon. So, and yeah. then, you know, the question is going to be, when's Lamar going to get paid? Um, but I think a lot of movement with him will come after the draft. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely I agree. Say that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess the um, teams are going to kind of let the dust settle from the draft, see who ends up with what, and kind of evaluate what pieces they need. But yeah, I think we'll start seeing some movement. Uh, like we were said after tomorrow, we'll we'll see some some uh, Lamar headlines popping up soon. This is what I think is going to happen, and there's going to be because the Jets were one of those teams that people thought they would go after Lamar, but you know I've been seeing some things about the possible New England Patriots going after Lamar. Well, I seen, I seen where uh, Meek Mill reached out to Robert, Robert Kraft, the owner, because uh, they do have like a relationship as weird as it may be. But uh, Robert Kraft was like, "That's up to Belichick." So it's like Belichick's a GM. Yeah. So that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, Belichick's been pretty stubborn about making moves like this, but I think with the addition to Rodgers in that division and that um, that conference. Um, you know, you have Josh Allen, you'll have uh, Rodgers, and if Tua's healthy, you'll have him. I think Bill Belichick's looking at Matt Jones and be like, I don't know about this, boss. We're going to have to upgrade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just – I don't know, man. I just don't – I just – I feel like it just wouldn't work between Bill and Lamar. Not that, like, what? Lamar couldn't play there. I'm just talking about from, like, A personality? personalities. Yeah, I feel like Bill Belichick is just too – like, I don't want to say old school, but like, 
kind of just like <laughs> an old grumpy man stuck in his ways and well you know. Lamar's like play style like doesn't really not saying he fit, yeah it work, doesn't fit he, yeah yeah it doesn't really fit that's why I don't see them getting rid of I don't see them getting rid of Mac Jones because I feel like his play style more resembles Brady as yeah I'm in uh, at New England I mean of course he's not Brady but like he's more of a Brady like quarterback than Lamar is, if that makes sense. Yeah, right. but it, it just Bill, it just don't fit. I just can't see it happening. Yeah, but I think Bill Belichick has always been kind of intrigued by like the mobile quarterbacks because I mean, if you look at how yeah, he's never had past, one. The yeah, but in the past, the quarterbacks that always gave him the most trouble have always been those that can run a little bit. The Sean yeah, Watson, but that come, that's a defensive thing for him though. If you think about it, if the quarter, if the other quarterback can be getting him in trouble, that's a defensive thing. I don't know if he that's wants to point. have that in his offense. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, you know, there was times he was looking at Tom Brady walking down the hallway, and then he saw Cam Newton maybe there in like some highlights and be like, "What is this? What is? What do I have?" Here? <laughs> no, like obviously, Tom why Brady's, can't my quarterback run? Yeah, why can't my quarterback like take you know ten yards without? Popping a knee, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's true. I see what you're I saying. Know. I don't know. That's just my thought. I just don't see it working. It just, I feel like that would be just be trying to put a square on a, a, a square in a circle. Like it just wouldn't fit. Hey, now Tyler, it could happen. It could, but Tyler, you're holding strong that Lamar will stay with the Ravens, right? Well, I mean, I did think that, but I, I just. I just think they've just kind of just, you know, jerking him around too much. And I don't know. To, to me, like, if I was a Lamar, like, I'd be taking the approach like, okay, if you all really wanted me, then people wouldn't be having these discussions right now. You know what I mean? Like, I just I, – I don't know. I, I would like for Lamar to go – to me, I feel like they've kind of they haven't they've, they've kind of done him dirty. Um, I, I don't think he's getting paid what he should, and I don't think that they have done the best job of um, you know providing him with the best um, uh, weapons on offense. You, you know, I me personally, I'd like to see him go somewhere else, but uh, you know. I, I have a perfect it. home for him. The perfect home. Uh, the Falcons. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. We got a lot of cap space. We got some draft capital. And I feel like Lamar and Trey Young in the same city. It's pretty hype. Not gonna lie. That's so, yeah, that that would be lit, yeah. I don't even care if we lose every game. I think it'd be fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> what uh we we kind of talked. What what do you all think about Rodgers going to the Jets? Do you think it's good move? You think it's going to be bad? We all think? I think it, I think it could potentially be a good move, depending on how long he plays. Because I seen right. I really didn't get to dive in it too too much, but I heard there was a few quotes where he's saying, you know, he's an old man, so he's glad to be on a team that got some, uh, you know, got some guys that can really play. I'm uh, right. I'm butchering that quote, but. He says something, um, you know, around that. But, you know, I wonder – I don't know what the contract and stuff looks like, but I don't know how many seasons that he'll be in in New York. 
before well, he retires, but right, so it'll be interesting to see. Him in that same press conference, I think, like you know, but uh, essentially just you know how many seasons he he uh, planned on playing for the Jets, and he, mm-hmm. I think, he just pretty much just said he wanted to focus on twenty twenty three. Yeah, but um, I mean, I I know it's the Jets, but I mean, you know, you you kind of look at. They got you some know. guys over there, man. Oh, yeah. He's looking L- good Lazard, this season before uh, it kind of fell apart. Right. You know, Lazard um, did pretty well last year. Brees Hall was phenomenal until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I don't know. I don't know if he broke a thousand yards before he got hurt last year, but I, I mean, he was on track if, if, if he didn't. Um, you know, and they've got a decent, uh, O line too, you know they've got uh, what's his name, Ty, old boy from Louisville, uh, that left tackle there, uh, Mecky. I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing Beckton. a blank on that. I can't lie to you. Um, oh, I know I, who you're talking about. Yeah, that big old son of a gun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know um, who you're talking about. Yeah, he can move for a big man too. He he can like, and that's the thing too. Like they've got a really good. Uh, I think they've got some really good pieces around there. Um, you know. Um, and like I said, I mean, he's played with Lazard before, so that's – I think that helps. Like, Lazard knows um, Roger's system, you know, how he operates. Um, Lazard, uh, he's going to bring some uh, – he's a veteran too, isn't he, in a way? How long – he's been in the league for a while, hasn't he? Uh, I don't know exactly. I want – I only reason why I bring that up is because I, I, I was going to say, you know, he'll bring – uh, I'm a, you I'm know, some mentorship the to the locker room. Well, right. and then Aaron Rodgers is obviously familiar with him, and that right. make him comfortable right. because Aaron Rodgers has shown, like a lot of great older players, you know, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, LeBron James, even in different sports. But these great players that are older, they don't like to play with younger guys. Um, so that receiving core is young, but having Lazard on there, I think, will make the transition a little bit easier for him. Yeah, I and don't agree. forget in terms of you know pieces that the Jets have. You know, on defense they've got budding star Sauce Gardner. I mean, he was oh, the Sauce rookie Gardner. of the year, and I mean, you know, he's he's a very good cornerback, um, and he 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 can definitely be a centerpiece to a really good defense. Um, yeah, I would I, say they got a tough. Oh my bad, go ahead. I I really like. The trade, um, you know, one thing I think is weird is that people were acting like really surprised about this. This has been in the works for months. I remember yeah. reading months ago that, you know, it was looking like Rodgers was going to the Jets. Um, but, yeah, I, I like it. I mean, because here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers is old, and he's not the player <laughs> that he used to be. I mean, he is. He's old. Yeah. You know, he can't. He can't slow like he used to. You know, he's still fairly accurate, but you know, I think having a lot of young guys around you will kind of help. You know, kind of hide some of those flaws that uh, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has in his game just from his his age. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I will say, I, he's in a tough division, though. Yeah, he is well, in a tough I, division. oh yeah. I mean, because let's, I mean, if you're looking at the QBs and AFC, not taking away what Aaron Rodgers has done, but I think with his age and you look at the other guys, I think he comes in as like maybe the fifth or sixth best 
QB in the AFC. Um, you have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar. If he's healthy, the dude wins no matter what when yeah. he's healthy. Yeah. Um, you know, you can, you know, look at maybe the potential of Herbert, and I don't know if you like Herbert over Rodgers or not. Um, not yet, personally, for me, I don't. Not yet, but, but you, there's just a lot of great QBs, and I just think. Um, and another thing, saying because without Tom Brady in the league, guys, we're getting old because I saw a stat. <laughs> right now, QBs with a Super Bowl, there are four players right now, or four quarterbacks in the NFL with a Super Bowl ring that are starting. So all That's the guys <laughs> we cheered for back in the day, they're gone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he said they're gone. You know, Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers are you know kind of the the last. <laughs> Of that frontier, so. Oh dang! Yeah, that's that's wild. Yep. So it's it's hard to win in the NFL. Um, you know, I know Tom Brady made it look super easy, but <laughs> for everybody yeah. else, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I heard uh, when I was listening to ESPN Radio today. I forgot who it was, but they was kind of making that point too. It's like let's not forget, like it's hard to win in the NFL. It's like yeah, we all watch Brady, you know, win seven. Uh, but, like, it's still pretty hard. And he was making the point how, you know, people say Aaron Rodgers is this great quarterback, but he only has, like, one ring. And he was like, well, it's kind of hard to, you know, it's kind of hard to yeah. win. But, yeah, so he's kind of making that point. Like, even though he's, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, a Hall of Fame quarterback, like, it's still tough. That's why, you know, you could say he only has one ring. I mean, it's, it's a tough yeah. league. Yeah. Well, shoot, I mean, you can look. Dan Marino's one of the greatest they ever do. He has zero yeah. Right. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I say all this. I think he's a great QB. I think the Jets are going to be happy to actually have somebody who can throw more than five yards down the field. <laughs> With that being said, they go nine and seven. They finish third in, it, in the AFC North or whatever division they're in. So, uh, who else is in that division with them? Uh, Buffalo, Miami, Buffalo, Miami, and yeah. In uh, New England, Patriots. I, yeah, I think they come third in that, and New England probably last. I, I think I think it depends on if Tua what Tua decides to do. Because there's still a chance that isn't Tua not. Well, I think Tua did say he is going to play, but I think it just depends on Tua stays healthy or not. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I say if Tua doesn't stay healthy, they'll be second in that division. I think I'll put them right behind Buffalo. They're they're going to be better than than uh than New England. The Dolphins finished over 500 this year, even with uh, without him being hurt. You know, right? with him getting hurt and stuff. Yeah, because shout out to Teddy Bridgewater. Go Cards. Teddy. It was All right, guys, up. I think I think we don't need to delay this any further. Let's get into the draft. So here's how it's going to work. Since our resident NFL expert Tyler <laughs> Weaver is here on the podcast with us. We're going to let him go through each of the picks. He'll tell who he thinks will be picked, and we'll kind of give our comments and say, you know, if we if we agree, if we disagree, or if we think somebody random should get picked there, then we'll talk about it. We'll do first ten picks. I feel like that's pretty pretty fair. All that's right. the ones everybody's going to be paying attention to anyway. Yeah, right, I mean, right. first round, even though it's only like 32 picks, it takes so long, but... Right. Well, Well, can I I ask? Can I ask you all? So, like, I've seen, you know, I, uh, I've seen that Stroud is dropping. 
um, on the boards. I've seen that Levis is supposedly like going, going number one. Yeah. I've, I've seen that uh, Bryce Young is going. Which I, I feel like Bryce Young going number one is probably more uh, likely than anything else because because he canceled like a lot of his uh, meets and stuff like a week before the. Um, before the draft, and I don't feel like a person does that unless they know they're going. Yeah, you know. But I've I've kind of I've kind of been all over the place with it. I, I I don't know I don't know what to believe. I heard something yeah. is like, just know that nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially is, as honestly, it gets this close I, to the I draft, like, like nobody that. knows what they're talking about. Well, I, right. I have some after I give my picks. I have some uh, some interesting. Details about some of the interviews have gone on with uh, some of the QBs, <laughs> and uh, one of them is, of course, my favorite, Oh Stequavius Bennett. So I'll save this after I go through my first ten picks. So, this is this, exciting. Is this I'm, some, I'm excited for this. Is this some scoop weave I'm hearing about? Is this I don't scoop? know if it's scoop, but I find the story pretty hilarious. So, and are, I don't know what to do with the information, but I thought I might share it. So, we are, are you about to are you about to tell us some scuttlebutt, as they say? Scoop oh, or scuttlebutt. scuttlebutt. Some scuttlebutt. <laughs> scuttlebutt. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All righty. Well, with the first pick, we have the Panthers. Of course, they traded a lot. They gave away a lot. Um, yes. So we we know they're going QB all the way. I think they're going to get the QB that's most ready to play this year, and that's going to be Bryce Young. Um, I saw an interesting comp, and honestly, he's a little bit shorter. Well, he's a lot shorter, and he has a better tan, but the comp is Joe Burrow. And the, when you watch the two play, there's a confidence with the two. Oh, God, um, yeah. But there's a swagger. Like, you can't really phase him. Um, so yeah, like you never I, see him get rattled ever. Right. And I think he'll handle the pressure of being the number one pick uh, to a yep. team that is dying for a QB. So, <laughs> um, with the number two pick, we, they, we got the Texans again, another team that needs a QB. I think they go CJ Stroud. These will be, I think will be the first two QBs taken off the board. Um, okay. I think the game with Georgia, I, I think it's like showed a lot of guys like, Oh, he, he can move a little bit. Um, he has a good arm. It's kind of like Herbert in the Rose Bowl a couple years ago. You know, we didn't know if he could run or not. And then he played against, I believe, Wisconsin and, like, <laughs> lit the team up. So, <laughs> to see. So, um, number three is Arizona Cardinals. Um, this team needs everything plus Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they the biggest help is on defense. And I think they go Will Anderson, Jr., to me, mm-hmm. Will Anderson Jr. is probably the best football player you can take in the draft, like overall. <laughs> um, and number yeah, four, number four is I believe the Colts will take Will Levis from Kentucky. Uh, there's been a lot of things that they like Anthony Richardson, but I've seen a lot of like posts and um, re- sources saying that the Colts really like Will Levis. Mm-hmm. So I think they might. I don't know this for a fact. I obviously don't, but I feel like when they look at Will Levis, and I'm not comparing him, but you think of a big, strong QB that can run, that has leadership. I think they see Andrew Luck. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I think that's what they see. Okay. Obviously, Andrew Luck is 
at this point when they got drafted, Andrew Luck was like a far better player. And that's no diss to Will Levis, but I can I can say that comparison. I know. Right. <laughs> now, if they don't protect if him, they don't protect his ass. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, listen, they, you know, he's gonna be right. Where the Colts were like top three in like sacks last year, and this I, is right quarterback now. They better they better protect him, or unfortunately, he will have another Andrew Luck on their hands, which is sad, dude. Yeah, He's so young. And well, let's see. Brings the us Colts, to the Seahawks. The Seahawks. Listen, Pete Carroll has a knack of getting players with a history and with attitude, right? Richard Sherman, you had Bam Chancellor, um, you, you know, a lot of their guys on defense have a lot of personality. Um, you know, coach at USC dealt with a lot of personality there. I think he goes with Jalen Carter from Georgia. Um, I know a lot of people are kind of concerned, like, what's been going on, um, you know, with the passing of a teammate and just where his mental health is at, where where his drive is at, because at the uh, college pro day, he didn't do well. Um, but I think I think Pete Carroll looks at Jalen Carter and, like, we need help on defense. And he's, you know, you can argue um, he's the best defender in this draft. A lot of people might say Will Levis. I personally will take Jalen Carter over Will Levis. <laughs> or not Will Levis. That's uh, Will Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Will yeah. Anderson. So, but I'm a little biased, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with Oakland or the Las Vegas Raiders, I think they go after Devon Weatherspoon from I think uh, you Illinois. skipped uh, the sixth pick, the Lions. The sixth pick. Oh, snap. I did, didn't I? With Detroit... I have them getting um, the Oregon cornerback, um, the Christian Gonzalez. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. I, I feel like the Lions, they always have a knack for picking uh, defensive players. Well, yeah, well, they because they need it. They need right. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Their offense is fine. You know, yeah. I, on, I could even see them maybe even trade back the, in the draft, depending, you know, who goes in – the top five, um, but I think they go with the cornerback from Oregon. They need help on the back end. Their defense was atrocious, so they're definitely get that. And because he's gone, the Las Vegas Raiders will get um, the cornerback from Illinois, uh, Weatherspoon. Uh, he's probably the second best corner. Um, and I hate it for the Falcons because I don't know who they get after these two corners are gone. I'll be quite honest. <laughs> I don't know who they're going to get. <laughs> so you think Gonzalez will go before Witherspoon? I think – I don't – yeah, I think he'll go before Witherspoon. Because um, a lot of mock drafts don't have him going before yeah. Witherspoon. I feel I like Witherspoon too. is the better player right now, but I think Gonzalez has more upside. Yeah, okay, I agree yeah. with that. He's he's bigger, and I think I mean he's a he's a big safety playing corner right now. I mean he's he's that like big as a player on defense. So I mean I don't think you can go wrong with the two. I mean you might want to switch it depending on who picks who, and you know it kind of depends on maybe their system who they thought might fit better in that system. But um, I don't think you really go wrong with any of the two, honestly. Yeah. And that brings me point. to my Falcons. All right. 
looking at this point, he's already been taken. I think the Falcons either keep this pick or they trade back. But if they keep it, they go for Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher from Texas Tech. Um, this might be getting to the point where people maybe don't know who this guy is. It's like, who's this pass rusher? This guy is an absolute unit. And I didn't even know who he was <laughs> until I like was looking him up today because I saw a lot of my mock draft um, having Tyree uh, going before uh, Anderson and Jalen Carter. So he's 6'6", 270, and has hands as, um, 10 inches, 35 <laughs> in arm length. I mean, like a freak. So... Weave, you and I, you and I both know the Falcons are going to draft somebody that we've never even heard of. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, I am prepared for the Falcons if they don't get him to draft some defensive lineman from Iowa. And honestly, I'm just going to walk out the door and just go home after that. So, which I mean, that's even <laughs> if the Falcons keep their pick. I mean, they, I know right now they're kind of like, you know, they might trade it, they might not. Right. I mean, they could possibly get Nolan Smith. You know, that would be pretty cool. Whoever whoever Weaver doesn't want the Falcons to draft, that's who they're going to draft. <laughs> yeah. It's they, they are the time. Remember Drake London last year? You know, he was a good receiver this year, but I'm just thinking all the receivers that were still available, like, that we could have chose, like, we chose Drake London. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we could have got and we didn't? Garrett Wilson, and I'm pretty sure he was rookie of the year. So, you know, we screwed up in that department. Um, so, we have the number ninth pick. You know, I think this year is a make it or break it year for Justin Fields. And I think Chicago is going to give him every opportunity to show that he can lead the franchise. They go with the offensive tackle, Paris Johnson from uh, Ohio State. I think he might be your purest left tackle, right tackle in the draft, um, there's a lot of upside, and he was pretty good at Ohio State. So, I, I did they play? Did they play together at all? Yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking that they did at Ohio State. Okay, so, so I, they got I some think, chemistry there too. And history. Yeah, so I think I think that would be a pretty big help. I mean, their offensive line was absolutely dog doo doo. So, I can't believe you didn't pick uh, Broderick Johnson. Leave. I kind of. Just from watching like some film on him, I I kind of like him a little bit better than Johnson. I think. Well, you know, I didn't want to fill the first you know top ten with all these Georgia players because I know that's <laughs> not gonna like you know it maybe it's possible that happens, but yeah. I was trying to be you know somewhat realistic. Like three Georgia guys possibly going to top ten. I don't know about that, but so I, I'm with you. If they went for him, I don't think anybody would be like that's a crazy pick, you know. Right. So it's kind of pick your poison on that one. Um, and then for the last pick, the Eagles, or the for the last of the top ten for the Eagles. It's a Georgia know, boy. Well, I've seen possible Nolan Smith, and I'm telling you, I think I told Todd this. They were one Georgia player away from me to saying, screw the Falcons, I'm going to be an Eagles fan. You did, you did say that. I can, I, can, that uh, I can witness that. Man, they, they draft a lot of Georgia guys, but I think they're going to have fun with this pick. They just paid Jalen Hurts a lot of money, and I think they go for B. John Robinson, the running back from Texas, because mm-hmm. he is another player for Jalen Hurts to utilize in the short game and bolsters the running game. And maybe that'll be filthy if they get him. That might be the best. 
rush uh, running team in the NFL. If that's right. what they do. Oh, if they can get him. Yeah, if he's oh, not gone God. before. Can you imagine playing with that team on Madden? <laughs> well, and honestly, I think they might be doing this because, uh, like, you know, we paid you all this money. We don't want you getting hurt, so let's hand it off to our that's <laughs> true. over here in Robinson. Yeah. Which I think he's one of those guys that could get you 30, 40, 50 catches and run for 1,000 yards. Like, he's I mean, he's ready day one NFL player, I think. So. My, uh, the biggest shocker to me in that is that, I don't know, I can see, Ant- I mean, I can see the Seahawks taking Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I don't know, just seeing him not in that top 10, that was the biggest shocker to me. No, like, not saying you don't know how to pick, but I'm just saying I've seen other. How dare you? <laughs> I've seen other mock drafts like that, too, and I was like, yeah, I don't think he's, you know, the best guy out there. I'm just saying from all the early hype that he was getting just a few weeks ago right. to fall out of the top ten. But, I, of course, I know as you're closer you get to the draft day, things are going to change. But oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I just so you, I think it's really think, interesting. Ty, there's, a, there's a possibility that um, the Seahawks could get Richardson to replace uh, Geno Smith? Mm, yeah. <sighs> I, I mean, honestly, honestly, I think, honestly, I think. Honestly, I think. What'd you say? I, I I was just saying. I I mean, I feel like you'd have to go for him. You, you know what I mean? Because how old is Geno Smith? I don't think he's that old. I mean, he played yeah. pretty good last year. I think oh, he, I think at the yeah, seat. But like he, I mean, it, but I don't know if you, I don't know if you get oh, Anthony Richardson oh. and he starts day one though over Geno, does he? So no, Geno's yeah. just trying to rebuild. Geno's thirty-two. So, I mean, he's not like super old, but he is okay. getting up there in age. Well, yeah. and on top of that, if you, if you, because they did pay Geno some money, and that's, that's why I didn't think maybe they'd go for Richardson. They but, paid him backup money, though, didn't he? I mean, it was a pretty decent salary. It wasn't oh. like, no, it wasn't. I thought, no I, I heard, I thought it was like, uh, like backup no, type of money. I mean, it oh, was okay. decent money, but it wouldn't be a bad pick just because it would probably give Richardson a year or two to sit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I thought they would go for him. For him, Richardson only has thirteen starts in college, and let's face it, yeah, there's probably two games where you watched him and you're like, "This guy is crazy." And that was the Utah game, and then when he played at Texas A&M, which knowing how Texas A&M played last year, is that really a great game, or was that just because you played A&M? You know. (laughs) And I've also I've also seen some other mock drafts. And I know it sounds crazy, but I've seen where Texas, uh, with that second pick, goes uh, goes defensive instead of getting a quarterback. Oh, if they go Will, too. if they go Will Anderson, I I wouldn't be because here's what I you need a quarterback. Yeah, but if you get Will Anderson and you suck next year, you get Caleb Williams, and Caleb is already scouts are already saying Caleb Williams is better than any quarterback in this draft by miles. So, But also, don't forget, though, that uh, the Texans also have the 12th pick, too. So, if, they're, so if, they're, if they do go defensive with that second pick, there's a chance, you know, if, you know, if everybody you know, Anthony Richardson is going to Anthony Richardson is going to fall like he is, he could still be available for that 12th. Honestly, I think... <laughs> This this is not me hating on Richardson, mm-hmm. but if <laughs> they did go for that pick, and he absolutely bombs in the NFL because you know there's a strong possibility that happens. Yeah, that is true. He's a risk for sure. 
they get that number one pick next year and they get Caleb Williams. So, honestly, I see that happening. So, so you're saying go defensive with that second pick and then hopefully you can get a quarterback with that 12th pick. I think if you really like C.J. Stroud or Richardson or whoever, I think they go for it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they got uh, Anderson too. Um, so, I, you know, or I don't see them trading out of it, but, you know. You know and don't forget, like, you know, let's say let's say Stroud's off the board by the time the Texans get to their twelfth pick. Um, they could always go Hendon Hooker. Mm, I was thinking about that too. Can't forget about him. Hendon Hooker, listen, listen. Don't you dare. No, we, nope, nope, nope. Because you know what? I'm just going to say good things about him. Okay. Okay. So, I apologize. Scouts and GMs say that dude could lead a franchise easily. Like he has the demeanor. He's mature. Oh, he has the character for it. He has character. I, I think he has the talent. But let me just let me just tell that you know, Ty, you like to play devil's advocate around here. He's, okay? he's old, yeah. He's, he's older. He is ready to sign up for an AAOP account. Okay, he's ready <laughs> for like, that's, the, that's one of the downsides. Yeah, right. Think about this. By the time he signed his second contract, he's thirty years old. So, yeah. um, who would you rather have, or uh, Anthony Richardson? Oh, I'd rather have Hooker. Yeah, upside, I would too. I think upside, the ceiling's too high. You'd probably go Richardson, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I can see both sides, but it dep- I guess it depends on the organization because some of these teams, I mean, you're going to be taking a huge risk with right. Richardson because you don't know what he can do. Like you said, he only 13 games. Yeah, but if you look at the two, uh, like, Hendon's not Hendon Hooker is just now throwing the ball, so so I don't even think he would be ready this year to play anyways. He has more experience than Anthony Richardson, though. I, but I feel like that offense was made for let's <laughs> spread you out one read and you throw the ball right. He looks like he didn't play at Virginia Tech though too before this. I well, I seen him play at Virginia Tech and he wasn't good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. He did. He did lose I his did, spot. Then, yeah. he, then he plays for a team that has an <laughs> offense that's very quarterback friendly. Not saying that he's a bum or anything. I'm just saying. But yeah, that's why I say like it, it depends on the organization and the who you know who who has to make the decision between the two. So I guess you really can't just come out and say who you would take. I guess it depends on all about the fit and stuff. Yeah. Well, what have you all like? I, I was going to ask you, Weed. The wide receiver from uh, Ohio State, I can't pronounce mm. it. It's like Jackson Smith, Jeba, or something. Yep. I don't know how you pronounce it. Jeba. I don't, I don't How do you say that? It's N-J-I-G-B-A. I think you may have had it right the first time. There's no. Jeba. What about Jackson Smith? <laughs> well, what I was saying, like, because I've been seeing a lot of like stuff like, you know, that he could potentially go within the top 10 too as the first receiver taken. But I've also seen, because I think the Texans have like, what is it, like the 14th pick or something like that? The they have the 12th, the second the 12th. and the 12th. Okay. So like, I've seen like that they may try and like grab Stroud and then get him at that uh, 12 spot. I, that would be. That would be nice. If you're really all in for C.J. Stroud, that would would be phenomenal, obviously, for him because they played together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I also saw where Chicago was looking forward to possibly trading down or maybe getting him in that ninth pick um, and getting that receiver, you know, getting Jackson. They obviously play together too. So I just – I can see him definitely being the first uh, receiver taken. Um, I, uh, I see a lot of like just watching him. Like he reminds me of uh, like prime Robert Woods. Like just I, I don't know I feel like he I feel like he would make a very good slot receiver you know kind of throw him in that spread offense yeah um, and he's what six one maybe about I don't know how much he weighs but I think he's like six foot six one um but you know like he he might be the best route runner um. In the draft, I think it's like as far as wide receivers go. I just think that would be really cool. And it, I mean, if if they pull that off, and if they can get him, which I know a lot of things can happen, but I think that would, like you said, if you're all in for Stroud, I mean, that's you know, that's dream scenario right there, right? Oh yeah, I saw. Also, we talked going back to the Hendon Hunker, um, the Vikings drafting him at the 23rd spot. Hmm. That'd I think you got, you, you got Kirk Cousins there. I think they have a good offensive court or offensive minded head coach. Obviously, they have some great weapons. You possibly want to shore up that defense because their defense is not great. But if you drafted him or you know had a good spot for him, I think you give him a year or two to sit, recover, learn, you know, the offense and stuff. I think that would be a great transition. For Hendon Hooker, so um, so do you want I Hendon think, Hooker to sit though with him being that old? I, it's not even his age of sitting. It's just how well, how fast he can pick up the offense. And you got to remember he tore his ACL. That's you know, true. The last, at the, against South Carolina, so I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm not his doctor. I don't know how far he is in recovery. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say, would he even be ready for Week One just based off the time frame, like a, from a normal? Uh, recovery period? Would he be ready for week one? I would think so. Uh, I, I mean, don't I don't know. It's the NFL. I think you try to take as much time as you. Maybe I know, but I'm just saying, like the average. You know, the average. Well, well guy when, when did he get hurt? When was that? Near the it end was of like November. Yeah, I was about to say it was. It was right at the end, right there. It's just going to depend on how well he's done with therapy. But I mean, yeah. I, I would think. He could, you know, suit up week one. Not saying he'll play, you know, like we were talking about. But, I, I mean, I think by week one he could at least be, you know, practicing. But, I, I like I said, it just depends on how well he progresses. Yeah. All I um, know is I tore my ACL in high school, and I was back five months to the day. So, you know, I'm saying <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah. I'm better than him. It's cool. But we've – I mean, you're <laughs> – you're an absolute unit, though. That's you know that's what I've been told. So. You were built. <laughs> you were that's built what I've been told. Uh, so I am him. I am him. You know what I'm saying? So we've we've could have went to the league back in the day. Yeah, we, if it wasn't for my broken, my broken fingernail, you know, I could have could have made it to the league. He's like <laughs> Uncle Rico <laughs> off of uh, Napoleon Dynamite. He can throw a football <laughs> over the mountains. I swear, God, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so we've I. Agree with most of your picks all the way through 10th. The only thing, I don't really understand what's happened to C.J. Stroud that's made him fall. 
I mean, to me, he is the obvious, like, one or two pick overall. Like, to me, he or Levis should go number one. And honestly, I would lean more towards Stroud just because I think he's he's the safer pick, and I feel like the Panthers would go for him before they went for Levis. You would draft Will Levis over uh, Bryce Young? Yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> oh, but Brendan, Brendan, is there some? But Brendan, is there a bias in there? Honestly? Well, I mean, there is a little bit of bias, but it's also just Bryce Young is small. That's true. That's, you know, I mean, that's fair, we know but... that he's prone to injury. You know, his frame is not the best. He doesn't. You know, Will Levis is. You know, the potential that Will Levis has is much bigger than I think the potential for Bryce Young. Bryce Young may be more NFL-ready right now, but Will Levis has a higher ceiling, I I think. When you say he's prone to injury, how many times did he get hurt out of Belma just once? Will, Will missed some games from being hurt too, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, it's not he, like Will Levis is going to the NFL, Bruce Free. You know, he's he's got some mileage on but his Well, he had some ribs, and then he has that rib injury and also a foot. Yeah. This was, and he broke his finger, too. Yeah, broken yeah. finger and stuff. Yeah. You have to remember with Levis, you know, he didn't have the greatest O-line. You know, Alabama has a good O-line, and Bryce Young still got hurt. You know, he's struggled with injuries the whole year. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that he's going to get injured as soon as he steps into the league. I'm just no, saying yeah, looking know. at his yeah, frame and his size, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he struggles with injuries, at least for the first little bit. I will, That's true. What I will say with that, I, I will say you look at Bryce Young and Will Levis' uh, college career, what Will Levis faced at Kentucky, which was – you know, not the greatest team put together, not this in Kentucky, but, you know, there was a lot of flaws. He had to carry the team. As far as you look at um, Bryce Young, you know, you look at that, you know, when the year he won Heisman and the year after, you know, he still had a great team. You know, he didn't have his two main receivers, and he struggled a little bit. I think the whole offense struggled, but I think what Will Levis had at Kentucky is more realistic of what you're going to see in the NFL, which is that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you're not like so it's I, not going to be perfect, right? Yeah, and I think Bryce Young, you know, we saw kind of the struggles a little bit of like not having, you know, uh, Jameson and I can't remember the other guy, but just having not those you know key guys. And there were some games where he did struggle, and it's like, well, you go to the NFL, especially if you go to Carolina or Texans, you are not going to have it what you did at Alabama. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, to, to me, I with Levis, there, there's a throw that he makes, and I think it was against. It might have been against Ole Miss. I, I can't remember exactly. He's backpedaling, obviously, because that's what he did all season because the O-line was <laughs> made of paper. But he threw off of his uh, – the the back heel of his left foot and launched it over into the deep, uh, deep right end of the end zone. And I can just remember, like, sitting there watching that and looking at that and, like, that's – that play – is what's going to get him, like, get people, like, talking about it. And then, I mean, you know, I think you got – I mean, you got to talk about his durability. I mean, the guy literally – I don't know how many times he was sacked 
you, you know, you, you put any other quarterback there and they're dead. Yeah. Like 44 you know, sacks, he, I think. He, you know, Levis is built like Hercules anyway. Yeah. I just with, with him, I mean, my only thing with him, and I'm trying not to be biased with this because I, I, I mean, personally, I think that Stroud is the best quarterback in the draft. You shut your mouth. But I, like, <laughs> you know, his arm strength, obviously, I mean, the guy has a rope. Like yeah. he just he can sling it, but I, know, also I think he he does really good, um, you know, thrown off the platform like that. Like I just said, with, with a lot of those passes. Now, I mean, obviously he does make really dumb decisions, throws a lot of interceptions. And I do think he holds the ball too long in the pocket, um, you know. So his decision making is really poor, and you know he has some problems with with accuracy. His accuracy is more with those uh, midfield throws. Because with him, I mean, he thinks he's got to sling it 100 miles yeah. an hour every time. Which, t- to me, those are easy fixes. You know what I mean? Like, you can't teach the build that he's got. You can't teach no. the arm strength. Like, I mean, that's just God-given talent. And I just, I, to, to me, and, and I, I mean, I'm not even talking about, like, his mobility. I mean, being able to, you know, just carve up, you know, defenses when he's running the ball you, you know i mean I, I just to me there's just too there's too many pros to him over the the biggest thing with me with bryce young i i just i don't know i don't know how well i i, I don't know i don't know any other way to say it, but like you know levis kind of had to work you know because like we've said i mean it's not UK was not the best team right built around him and I you know at Alabama you know he he's got a lot of stuff built around him a lot of weapons like I'm not saying that he had it easy but I'm just saying he he didn't have to go through a lot of the stuff that Levis did but yeah at the same time I mean you know you can't pass out like I like I really think you know with with young like my his his frame is really the biggest thing, you know, obviously I think he's what, five ten, barely two hundred pounds. Like, you know, so he's really small. Like that's that's a concern with me, which Yeah, but five ten is is, you know, not a good number. So you you know put it to five eleven and nobody's really five eleven. So honestly if you're looking at him, he's really six feet. <laughs> yeah. And if yeah. we're going that far, I mean why he's wearing with... shoes, so he has yeah. to be six one. Yeah. So he's so, really six one. I think that's a good height. And you yeah. can't end on just such a weird numbers. number. Yeah, you can't yeah. end on an odd number, so he might as well be six two. You know, and uh, I agree with what you're saying, Tyler. I think I think the difference between them two, uh, like you said, with Bryce Young being more ready, I think the only benefit Bryce Young would have is just his decision making. I feel like he has a higher IQ for the game than Will does, but I like Will because he does have that dog in him. Right. Like, I don't, you know, I, I think it just depends on what team he goes to. Because, like I said, I like Will. I mean, I like big quarterbacks and that he has that dog in him that, you know, like you said, he, you know, he had to probably work a little bit harder than Bryce Young. But Bryce Young does also have, I think, a really high IQ for the game. But, like I said, right. then again, you know, Will, he's a tank. I mean, he's he's gritty and it's hard not to like that, too. Well, he said, got Young that dog is excellent. Come Young on. is excellent in uh, zone coverage too. Like you talk yeah. about the IQ. I mean, the guy yeah. just. I mean, he really does. He, as far as like decision making, you know, he he does. 
he does a pretty good job for the most part. But we'll see. I mean, honestly, listen, let's just go ahead and say it. Whichever quarterback gets drafted to the Houston Texans, we just need to just have a moment of silence for him tomorrow night because <laughs> they're done. Yeah, it's it's. I have to agree, but like I said, if they if they suck, you know, you get Caleb Williams, and honestly, I'm cool with that. <laughs> so, Houston um, Texans will be the first team ever to start two quarterbacks at the same time: Caleb Williams and CJ Stroud. They might need it. You can't guard both. Exactly. Somebody's That's right. Yeah. Hey, you know, you were talking about these guys that have that dog in them. That dog. Let me tell you who really has that dog. Oh, my gosh. Because I watched this man be on a practice squad, play the position of QB for the scout offense to get ready for the Rose Bowl. I saw this man get kicked off. Well, he didn't get kicked off the team, but leave because there was no way in hell he was starting. (laughs) I saw this man come back. Rose the ashes like a phoenix take over the position and never let it go i saw this man win not one but two championships and that's my boy sequavius bennett okay you talk <laughs> about that dog in him all right and with that y'all want to hear the news that i've heard <laughs> yeah let's hear it okay <laughs> so it's not really news but i thought it was funny there's some anonymous gms and scouts been interviewing uh, Stetson Bennett, and his draft stock has gone up and down. Um, like we all said, we've said during the show, we don't really know what's going to happen on draft day until draft day happens. Um, right. I don't see Stetson going first day. Um, we'll love to see him go second day. I don't know. But <laughs> these scouts and GMs, there was a couple anonymous reports. They were asked uh, after interviewing Stetson Bennett how, what they thought of him. And one just this is in quotes, all right. One said, "Man, that boy does a lot of stupid shit, but man, do I love that kid." That's <laughs> <laughs> what I wonder. I, I, you know, he's made some mistakes. You know, he's made comments. I think a part of it is because of his, the chip on his shoulder. He's always been counted out, so he's a little cocky. He, he, he gives me Trey Young vibes, right? The more you doubt this man, the harder he's going to come, you know, and perform. I feel, um, like, I feel like he does. I feel like he's quiet. I feel. I would feel like. Hell like I feel no. like Trey Young's not quiet. <laughs> no, Stetson will bark at you again, argue with you. Um, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. I guess I've. Uh, yeah, you need. I mean, I believe you. <laughs> what do you say? I said you need to go back and watch some highlights, man. That he does not. He is not a. I would say. He's not humble, you know. He's not. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I know he cel- Like I know he cel- I've seen him celebrate and stuff like that. I just never seen him as like a he- like a notorious crap talker. I guess kind of yeah. keeping PG for the kids. Listen, hey, just you need to go back and watch him get in some people's faces. But he really, I mean, he's he's one of those guys. I think you know, especially if you look like the 49ers, for example, who can't keep a healthy quarterback. I mean, do they look at him in a later round like? Hey, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy did well for us, and I personally think Stetson's better than Brock Purdy. Why not bring him in? <laughs> you know, that could be a decent fit. Um, you know, there's other teams. You know, anymore now, you do need a pretty qual. You know, quality uh, backup QB, and Stetson has shown that 
he doesn't really shy away from the moment. That's true, you know, yeah. if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And I think Steph's going to be that guy on your team. So. And he shows he'll put the work in, too. Exactly. So I mean, all that he's been through in his college career. You know, if we don't get Lamar Jackson, I think the Falcons just need to roll the dice. Hey, but also, they, <laughs> also you, brought up the, you brought up the whole age thing. He's older than Lamar, isn't he? He's older than Lamar. Him and Hooker are around the same age, yeah. Oh, okay. He's probably older than us. How old is he? Uh, he's a, he's a he's my he, age, I think. He's twenty. He's like he's twenty six, I think. Yeah. You're joking. Hey, twenty six. Let me tell you something. That old man can scoop. All right, leave him alone. <laughs> the old man can scoop. He gets discount prices at the buffet on Sundays. Okay. <laughs> but he can play ball. <laughs> he can do football well. He can do football well. Well, listen, now that we're kind of talking about some of the, like, steals and maybe, you know, some lighter picks in the draft, I tell you, you know, looking at the Eagles pick that they have at number 10, you shut your I think that they should draft now that they're kind of lacking in the running back department now that Miles Sanders is in uh, Carolina. I forgot he left. I think they should go for that Texas running back that, uh, is it Beyond Robinson? Yeah, that's what we were did we talk about that at all? I can't remember. I, I think somebody said something about yeah, him. I had him going number 10 to be John, uh, to the Eagles. Would be Eagles. Oh, did you? Okay. I couldn't I, remember. If you, I know you'd mentioned him, and you'd also mentioned Nolan Smith. Well, I, I think with some defense guys, that maybe ha- they haven't uh, to let go due to, you know, not being able to sign everybody. Um, yeah. That, I think you go either way, but I think with the money you've given to – Jalen Hurts, I think getting Robinson just makes sense, just on offensive. And plus, you don't want him to, don't want Jalen, you don't want your, you know, top dollar quarterback running the ball every fourth and one or third and one. So right. Give it to Robinson. Um, you know, looking at the draft, talking about stills and stuff, they have. I think we need to move transition to the tight ends. Um, I don't know. You've heard about a little school in Athens, Georgia, that has some tight ends coming oh. out. Um, but the first tight end uh, that is projected to be taken is that uh, Utah tight end, that uh, Utah State tight end, that Kincaid, which I'm not mad about it. I don't know if y'all watch Kincaid play at Utah State, but Duke and ball. He, he's like, a, I think was a rugby player, then came and saw football, and he's like, I'm going to play football. Me can football <laughs> too. And he's done well. <laughs> he can football too. Um, but there, there's a, I don't know if you've seen the little guy at Georgia, but big old Darnell Washington. I see, oh, yeah. oh yeah. What's the, what's up with him? Whoever I see one about him going to, uh, going that 28th pick to Cincy. Listen, I don't know if they he, get that since he's going to be, that's just not fair. Well, they, they're offensive projected weapons. to get, uh, Michael Maher, uh, the tight end from Notre Dame, but Ooh. I'm telling you who gets Darnell. Not only is your red zone offense going to be clicking, but your run game going to be clicking. So, I mean, he's – that dude, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a, a big guy. He can move. You know you know who I think should draft him? Because I think everybody would hate them so much for doing so. But Travis Kelsey is getting in his 30s, right? Or he might already be in his 30s. Bring old Darnell on that offense. Just let him be there, you know? Man, uh, that Travis Kelsey's still kicking though. He's still oh, yeah. kicking, but could you imagine Darnell and Travis Kelsey for Patrick Mahomes? That's that's filthy, man. 
that would be filthy. I think I the whole league would just. I think the league that would have been the league would just stop. I just think <laughs> the league would just stop. I tell Roger you, Goodell would have to veto that pick. <laughs> I tell you who else. He's like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, has potential to be a pretty good steal, and I know Tyler will agree with me on this one. Is Chris Rodriguez Jr. No, <laughs> you don't think he'll be a a good running back? I, well, I, I don't think you if, see that many power. I don't. I don't think you see that many power backs in the league now. Who? Who? What? When do you think he's going to get drafted? That I think they're predicting like fourth or fifth round. The I, the the thing with with Rodriguez, I think that's going to hurt him. Obviously, like he's an idiot. I mean, he got in trouble several times, and I mean, he would have been the all-time leading rusher this year if he hadn't have had to sit out the first four games. But you know. People like, you know, they don't want just a running back. They want somebody who can uh, step out in that slot and, and um, be a receiver as well. And he don't really have a ton of experience in that at UK, um, which granted, I mean, you know, I think, well, one, maybe two of those years was with uh, – Eddie Grand, so yeah, we threw in those two years that he was there. We probably threw seven times, <laughs> but I like with him. I think he's really going to have to work on um, that. I mean, and it depends on who drafts him too. I mean, I, I will say this: I, I'm more confident in him making a name for himself than I am Benny. Than I was with Benny when Benny got drafted. Mm, yeah, um, but. I do think that that could potentially be a steal. Um, he's just going to have to, you know, like I said, I, I could give a better answer once I see where he ends up. Yeah. But, um, you know, he he can block really well. Um, he's not consistent with it, but that was one thing that helped a little bit, especially this year with Levis, um, kind of getting that um, on that weak side. Uh, having Rodriguez out there blocking whatever we're doing, um, uh, play option, you know. But it, it just kind of I, – I don't know. I'd have to see where he ends up, but I do think that it could be a potential. Um, he could be a potential. But, like, I mean, with him, you know, there's a lot of drama surrounding him, so I don't know. We'll have to see. Right. Um, I, For me, I guess if you want to talk about a potential – Stills, I guess, maybe coming out of this. There's a few guys that I looked at that I'm like, I don't know if you would say obvious stills, or but we're going to stick with the running back, Tank Bigsby from uh, Auburn. Mm. You know, Tank okay. is crazy running back. He's shifty. He can catch ball, run all sorts of routes. Um, he's a powerful runner. I think whoever gets him is going to get a pretty pretty talented back. Um. So I, I mean, I don't know when he's projected to go. I haven't really looked at it. I just, but every time Georgia's played Auburn, I was like, as long as we can stay that running back, I, I think we'll, you know, win the game. Obviously, but like, he was probably the only threat that the last few years Auburn's really had that kind of showed up every Saturday. So I, I would have to my so my steal in the draft, which I think he's projected late first round, but 
this uh, linebacker from Iowa named Jack Campbell. I think he won the Butkus Award this past year. I'm telling you, that guy, well, number one, like just physically, he's like 6'5, 250. Um, I think the last time I saw, I think he ran a 4.6 in the 40. Uh, He he is very, 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 very good in the uh, in the run game. Yeah, Um, the guy is just just uh, got a nose for the football. I mean, he led uh, Iowa, I think, in tackles. I know the year before last, I think he was second or third in the NCAA in tackles. Um, he's very agile, um, you know, kind of got a super, super quick first step. I don't know how many times I saw him this past season when we played him in the bowl game. I mean, he was just all over the place. Wherever the ball was at, that's where he was at. Um, but his length, I think, is just really big. And, and, and you know, I think just um, he's real physical playing in that line of scrimmage. Um Sheds blocks really, really good. I mean, he was shedding blocks left and right against us. And, yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's one area with UK. I, I feel like our defense is pretty stout. But, I mean, he was making our um, – or not – excuse me, not not defense, but on uh, on offense, you know, I, I, I thought they could block pretty well other than the O-line. But, yeah, he's, uh, he, he's, he's really good at that. I, I just um, – I think he's – some, uh, I, I think he's going to make a team very, very happy one day, and whoever drafts him are going to be very happy. I've been high on him for a couple years now, but yeah, that's that's my that's my sleeper. I mean, I can I can go on all day about guys who I think are going to make it to the NFL. Or mm-hmm. I love I love draft day. Uh, you know, I love all the drama and the questions for it. Um, I don't have you always all, a lot of fun. Yeah, I I don't know if y'all. Um, you probably do. He's a player that I feel like a lot of player uh, people know, but he's the LSU LSU receiver, Keyshawn Boutte. Okay, Boutte. <laughs> say his name again for everybody, everybody listening. Keyshawn Boutte. Okay, <laughs> Boutte can play. All right, and he got some attitude issues, but if there's one thing I've learned over the years. LSU can put them receiver boys out, and I think, oh yeah, yep. I, I think you you keep up with the trend, and you get Mister Boutte out there, okay? So everybody say it with me: Boutte can play. Boutte <laughs> can play. Yeah. So that I, I'm keeping with the SEC guys, and there's other guys out there that we haven't m- mentioned. Um, I know UCLA has a couple players on their team that are. Uh, People are talking about with their running back and um, a pass rusher that they have, but and then they have a QB that's been at UCLA for like eighteen years. He's been there forever. <laughs> Pac twelve, they play football too. Yeah, they do play football out there, Wes. Um, so <laughs> they got some guys. <laughs> so. What about you, Ty? You got any uh, surprises coming up this draft or any potential? Honestly, I don't, man. I uh, probably sucks, but I've just been so focused on those top ten picks that I really haven't even kept up with, you know, any other sleeper guys. But uh, to make you happy, I'm gonna go with uh, Bennett. He's gonna be my sleeper, man. 
But honestly, okay. though, like, yeah. honestly, honestly, man, though, like you said, though, I mean, if you put him in the right situation, like a Brock Purdy, I mean, where he can come in, there's, a, you know, an established offense, and he don't have to be, you know, a superstar making crazy plays. I'm not saying he can't, but I think he'll fit better in a role where, you know, an offense is kind of already functioning pretty good, just come in and be a little bit better than an average quarterback that he could he could really make some noise and you know he can do some damage with the right organization. So I can right. honestly say that man. I can I can see that happening for sure. There you go. I think that is a perfect segue. Kind of wrap this show up. We started the show with NBA talk a little bit, but I feel like we have to end this show on two things. One, y'all's prediction on the Warriors and Kings you know, who you think is going to win the series. And secondly, for our boy Stretch here, we got to talk about the 56-point game by Jimmy Butler. We can't no. just not <laughs> talk about it, all right? Can, can, we, can we save it for next episode so I can at least, like... He's, he's still yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit time. Yeah, it's, it's a, a little bit too early. We, all right. It's a little bit too yeah, early. It's a little too early. The wound is still fresh. The wound all is right. still we'll, very we'll, fresh. We'll save it for next episode, but, hey, he is... Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. He, he is that dude. I don't like calling him Butler. I don't like calling him this, but he is Hemi Buckets. He Hemi is Butler. He is Jimmy MF Buckets. All right, you all at home can guess what the MF stands for. Okay, but he he's that guy. It's he's crazy. Doesn't care about the regular season, but my God, maybe, he's coming to <laughs> My God, maybe you better be careful with the language, or I'm gonna have to give you a boing. Uh, hey, that was my boing. goal. Was, boing. My goal this episode was getting three boings during this episode. <laughs> so I, I, I need to get you to work on this editing, okay? It's been too Yeah, easy. i got to work on my editing skills. Exactly. So I, I can't wait to hear the episode and hearing a couple boings throughout. All right. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, before we wrap up, don't forget, uh, go check us out on Twitter at uh, the DaggerCast. Mm-hmm. Also, check out our Instagram at the Dagger Sports Pod. Um, we got some we got some posts up there. We usually post right after uh, the episode goes up. Um, so yeah, check those out. Make sure to keep updated on when ep- new episodes get posted. Um, so and tell we have this episode right before the draft. Tell your friends about the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make sure you show. subscribe, um, share, subscribe, you know, drop share. them a link. It's you know, if you care about somebody, yeah, you should share them. Uh, share with them, you know, good podcast listen. Motivational them. episode, it really is. Yeah, and it's comedy and sports, all in one. If you care about somebody, let them know by sharing this episode. <laughs> and it just don't get any better than this group right here. So no, don't. <laughs> all right, before we say bye, pick Warriors or Kings during the season uh, series. Who we got? Light the beam. Light the beam. Light the beam. Like the king, uh, like the beam. But I if I was betting the, money, I on believe it, in man. the Kings. I believe in them. God dang it! I believe in. I believe in the talent. I believe in culture, and I believe in the championship pedigree. Give me Golden State. Here we go. It's going to seven, and they gonna win it. At freaking yeah, seven. that's what I'm afraid of. the The longer this series goes on, the more you're giving the Warriors a chance to get going again. They got Wiggins yeah. back, so give them a few games. I'll say this. And they'll be back to, oh, God, I hate them so much. But if I had to put money on it, I would bet the, the Warriors win this. But I want the Kings to win. And Fox is balling even with his uh, hand hurting. 
He hooping. If the Kings win tonight, I'll feel really good about their chances. Yeah, because I think isn't game six in Sacramento too. No yeah. game. Well, no, this game is game and, game five is playing right now. Game I, I six know. is in the and game six is in uh, wherever San or yeah, be- San Francisco. And game seven's back in Sacramento. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right, gotcha. So it alternates after the first uh, first four games. That's you. All right. Well, we love you guys. Adios, amigos. All right. We'll see you all in the next episode. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> Y'all take it easy.